Welcome to the Oh Remember podcast, where we take time for deeper reflection on scripture. This is episode three, Daily Bread, a guided scripture reflection and devotional on John chapter six, verse 35. My name is Vana, and I'm pleased to share this time with you as we seek more peace in our lives by centering on the true source of inner peace, Jesus Christ. I come from the perspective of my faith as a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Here we can follow Christ's simple and beautiful promise in the Book of Mormon in 3 Nephi chapter 18, verse 7, where he said, If ye do always remember me, ye shall have my spirit to be with you. Remembering is not easy to do in these distracting and distressing times. So today, let's come together and remember to gather the spiritual manna that God offers us every day. Today's scripture is a classic and dearly loved verse in the New Testament. It's an analogy that is simple but powerful because we all understand hunger and thirst. We know what hunger feels like in our body, and we know what spiritual hunger feels like in our soul, the emptiness, the weakness, and the intense need. We also know the feeling of contentment and wholeness that comes when we are filled with good healthy food and when we are filled with the nourishing, healing Spirit of God. So let's begin by letting go of any stress or distraction that could diminish our connection with God. We'll get more out of this time if we start by calming our mind and body so that we can be open to the quiet impressions of the Spirit. You can close your eyes if you like or if you're able to where you are and start to notice your breath and let it become slower and deeper and easier. What would a really full, easy breath feel like? See if you can breathe into that ease. You can take three or four nice deep breaths like that. And then as you return to normal breathing, let it be easy. Now notice where there's any tightness or tension in your body. If you can imagine taking a cold and brittle bar of chocolate and then you set it down on a sunny, warm marble kitchen counter, how it would soften. Imagine your entire body relaxing and softening like that bar of chocolate. Maybe it starts with your head, your neck, your shoulders. Let them drop down and be soft and relaxed. And while you're breathing, notice if there's anywhere else in your body that can relax even more. Maybe your hands or your back your hips, your legs, or your feet. All as soft and relaxed as a warm bar of chocolate. Now bring your attention to the area of your heart. Move out of your busy mind and into your quiet heart. You might take a moment now to send a prayer asking to sense the presence of God with you now. And as you go about the rest of your day, dedicate this time to receiving that presence and spirit. Now we're ready to consider our scripture for today. We'll read the scripture four times so you can go a little deeper into it each time. As we read this for the first time, listen for a word or a phrase that stands out to you and reflect on that idea for a few moments. From John chapter 6, verse 35. 
And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. As we read it a second time, focus on that word or phrase that speaks to you and allow that idea to grow. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. You know, we don't like to be hungry, but a slight sensation of hunger is a good thing. It's our body's way to let us know that it's running out of fuel and we need to eat to restore our energy. When you think about it, it's a beautifully well-engineered system that God designed to create this feeling that we really don't like, so we'll be motivated to go eat so we can feel better. In a similar way, when our spirit is not being regularly fed and refueled, we often begin to feel uneasy and uncomfortable. It's important to recognize that discomfort as spiritual hunger, a signal to seek spiritual nourishment. If we ignore it, our soul will begin to weaken and starve. But in this scripture, we hear assurance that we never have to get to that point of desperate spiritual hunger. If we accept the bread of life that is offered to us, we can be continually refueled with light and truth through Christ. Let's read it a third time, and this time, ask what God is saying to you in these words. What does He want you to understand? trust even very quiet and subtle impressions that come to you. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. What thoughts are coming to you as you contemplate this verse? I wonder if you can imagine for a moment what it would feel like to be constantly re-energized with peace and faith and light. What if every time you started to feel drained and spiritually empty, you turned to Christ and were restored over and over, even during challenging times, to still feel sustained and nurtured so you have the strength to handle it. What would it feel like to have absolute confidence that every time you turned to Christ, you would be filled and you knew your soul would never ever experience spiritual starvation? What would be different in your life? Now let's read it a fourth and final time. What? action is God inviting you to take? What do you want to create in your life? 
Is there something you feel impressed to start, stop, or continue? And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. Before we go on, let's appreciate the peace and reassurance that we've experienced. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for offering us the true bread of life to sustain us through our journey on earth. That bread is joyful and delicious and healing. Help me remember to seek and receive that gift every day by coming to Christ and choosing to believe on Christ. Help me remember to seek and receive that gift every day by coming to Christ and choosing to believe on Christ. Help me notice when I am spiritually empty and to remember to recenter on Christ and be filled with light and faith. We send our deepest love and gratitude for this promise. Here are some of my thoughts as I pondered this scripture. One of the things I find most curious about our mortal bodies is how dependent we are on eating all the time. We have to eat several times a day or we get distractingly and painfully hungry and weak. But we can't tank up. We can't eat so much today that we won't get hungry two days from now. Why did God create humans to be so vulnerable? Snakes and frogs and tortoises can go a year without food. And there is so much suffering in the world caused by lack of adequate food. And even when we have enough, it still takes so much time and energy. We have to earn the money for it, shop for it, or maybe you even grow it, store it, prepare it, then clean up after eating and start over. Several times every day, over and over and over. This is divine design and I believe very intentional. Remember the great exodus of Israelite tribes from Egypt and their 40 years in the wilderness? Of course they were soon hungry. There could have been over a million people out there and they couldn't possibly hunt enough for such a multitude. And they couldn't stop long enough to grow food. Can you really blame the Israelites for murmuring because they were hungry? I would have been whining. I can only imagine what it would be like to be in a crowd of thousands of hangry people. Desperation would set in quick. Enter the miracle of daily manna. Of all the mysterious qualities of manna, the one that I find most fascinating is that they could only gather enough for one day. It would only last one day before it became too disgusting to eat. Except, as you know, that they could gather twice as much on the sixth day and it would stay fresh for the Sabbath. Of course, the connection between how necessary it is to feed our physical body regularly and how necessary it is to feed our spirit regularly is clear. Each day brings unique needs for spiritual sustenance. Maybe today you need reassurance that God is bringing all things together for your good. Maybe you need guidance on how to help someone that you love. Maybe you need superhuman patience to deal with the circumstance you're facing. The Exodus story reminds us that God is offering 
fresh and sweet spiritual nourishment every day. There are three things that stand out to me about manna, and one is that we need spiritual manna every day. Why go spiritually hungry when we don't need to? Our heavenly parents don't want us to feel empty and weak. They long for us to accept the bounty that they offer every single day. But we're kind of like toddlers just learning to feed ourselves. Very messy and inefficient. And then we cry and say we're hungry 20 minutes after the meal. But it's not because we don't have enough food in front of us. Our parents keep putting a delicious, wholesome spiritual feast in front of us. And they watch over us lovingly as we keep learning to taste it, enjoy it, and grow from it. And the second interesting thing about manna is that the Israelites never gathered manna at noon. It was early in the day because it would melt in the sun. So I remember that it's helpful to gather spiritual manna early in the day. So I have a supply ready when my spiritual strength starts to dissipate. For me, that means having a devotional time, which might be some combination of prayer, reading scriptures, meditating, writing, listening to soul-lifting music, or even a gospel-based podcast, practicing yoga, or going for a quiet walk. There are many doorways to spiritual peace. And early in the day, we will often be more receptive because later the stress and distractions of the day start to wear on our spirit and we're less aware. Third is that we only need enough for the day ahead. We can trust that there will always be enough available tomorrow. I wonder how long it took the Israelites to relax and trust that manna would appear every morning and they would be fed every single day and that they would never have to go hungry. Elder D. Todd Christofferson said that by providing a daily sustenance one day at a time, Jehovah was trying to teach faith to a nation that over a period of some 400 years had lost much of the faith of their fathers. He was teaching them to trust Him, to look into Him in every thought, to doubt not, fear not. That's from Give Us This Day Our Daily Bread, a CES Fireside for Young Adults in January of 2011. Once they learned to trust that, think how liberating that would be They were relieved of the extra work of harvesting and storing enough to last for weeks or months. They didn't have to fill big baskets or pots and haul them along on their journey. They were free from menu planning and grocery shopping. And it was freely available for all. Everyone had equal access and they all got what they needed. No one had to go hungry because they were poor. And no matter the season, they still found manna on the ground. No more worries about having enough in the days to come. It's so fascinating that he altered the properties of manna to allow the Israelites to honor the Sabbath day. When they gathered extra on the day before the Sabbath, it would last for two days, when usually it would rot and breed worms. So we can trust that when God knows we're going to need extra spiritual strength in a coming day, He is going to provide extra spiritual calories today to sustain us through it. I'm realizing that worrying about anything in the future is essentially doubting that God will be there and that He will surely provide all the strength I need to get through it. But we don't need to fear a spiritual famine. 
just like God created manna for 40 years, He will keep showing up in our life, offering just the right amount of spiritual sustenance for each day. Not too little and not too much. Just right. Again, I encourage you to write down the thoughts that have come to you during this time. What will you do to more fully receive the bread of life? How will you seek your daily manna and be filled? Remember, remember that when we come to Christ, we will be filled, sustained, and strengthened. I look forward to coming together next time when we will contemplate how we can doubt not and fear not by centering on Christ. Until then, oh, remember Christ, that you may have his spirit to be with you.